If you watched Shannon Sharp call in the National Guard, Chauncey Billups as a patriot, Dikembe's full name, Maxi the Miner. If you supported Mission 16W, the Bears, Zephyrs, and Rockies, Champs 100-yard pick, Chris Jackson. If you have a David Need rookie card, if you answered yes to all of the above, you're on the right station at the right time for the right show. Mile High Sports, all 22 at 6 with Kent Erickson, starts now. Sports, 94.1 FM, 96.9 Dem- Boulder, Colorado. Good morning, Denver. How we doing? Good morning, Boulder. What's up? August 5th, 6.02. Another great day coming at you. Ah, man, oh, man. Should we just roll? I don't even know. Let's roll. Here we go. John Fox, injury report. Here we go. Uh, update on the injuries. Uh, out of practice today. Again, Chase Vaughn, knee. Greg Lotta hip, uh, Lewis Young, Roin, uh, and Monte Ball uh, diagnosed with an appendicitis. He'll have an appendectomy uh, this afternoon. Uh, and then Emmanuel Sanders had uh, a right quad strain. Sione uh, Fua had a hip. And Tony Carter had a slight groin left practice. Any questions? Any questions? Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. What was that? Appendectomy? Uh, sprained ankle, uh, hangnail, uh, slight bruise on his elbow. Appendectomy. Uh, <laughs> was that a hockey report? Uh, appendectomy. Should be good to go this afternoon. <laughs> wow. Monte Ball. Going to miss a little time, huh? Let's hear what else. Can we give us a little more, Coach, on Monte Ball? You know, he started getting feeling the effects a little bit, not feeling really good yesterday, and uh, which is typical with that prognosis. And so uh, our, our medical people got him to the doctor. They determined that's what it was. Uh, it was really a blessing that we kind of caught it now and had the procedure done immediately, and it'll start the healing process. <laughs> Our medical people got him to the doctor. Aren't your medical people doctors? <laughs> okay, I'll stop. I'm in one of those moods, Jess. Say something weird in an interview today. Just try it. <laughs> oh, man. Broncos TV asked number seven how much of a setback this will be for 28. You know, I think he'll be fine. You know, you never want to see that happen. And uh, right. But I think if there's a good time for it to happen, it's now. Monte's sure. come in. He's had a tremendous camp. He's shown that he feels much more comfortable in what he's doing. And, and uh, so, you know, it might be a, you know, a slight setback, but he'll be out for a couple of weeks. And so we'll be able to get him back and get him going before we open the season. Always good to hear from John. Actually, I call him John. Sometimes I call him J.E. You never called him the Duke? And I call him the Dude. <laughs> I think I did one call, call him Duke once and I think he put me in a headlock and gave me a noogie. I don't know. <laughs> ah, all right, Ronnie Hillman, you're up. Let's see what you got. Yeah, I've seen great growth. I think, you know, he's been a different guy in those meeting rooms. I think with a full off season this year and him attacking it the way he did, uh, you know, he's starting to see uh, the benefits of that here on the field. And, you know, I've seen a drastically improved player. 
drastically improved Ronnie Hillman. I guess we're going to see. Him and CJ, huh? Now we'll see. Now we'll see, Jay. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Where are we at? It is early this morning, Jess. I'm tired. How did I get this way? There was no Rockies game late, so you no, couldn't have been up for that. There's no real reason. <laughs> I waited up to see who was going to be our who stepped up. Because nobody was stepping up. We only had like four games. It seems like four games last yeah. night. I'm just waiting and waiting. I'm like, okay, somebody's got to do something here. Right? Oh, well. Broncos will go twice today, morning practice, and then a late afternoon walkthrough. It all sounds the same, doesn't it? That's training camp. <laughs> Welcome to training camp. Day off tomorrow. Another day off. It'll already be Thursday then. Kickoff is 7 o'clock, Sports Authority Field. Rocks play the Cubs, but I guess that's a day game. So they should clear out. Let's see. Rocks go at 110. Broncos go at 7. So Rocks are over what? 110. 410, 430, yeah. Of course, baseball, you know, it can be like eight hours long. Yeah. It could be difficult. It shouldn't be. They should be out 410, 430. Guys roll into the Bronco game, what, get there by six? Eh, we should be okay. Who knows? We'll see. Little sports traffic on I-25. That's a good thing, though. What a day you could have, huh? Mm -hmm. You could skip out, go to the Rocks game, and just roll over to the Bronx. Nice. Yeah, right. Rockies were off last night. Cubbies in town for the first of three, 640. Root Sports, that's tonight. Brett Anderson. Lefties one and three, but 3.12. Man, he's getting down there. We can do this, Jess. We can get a guy in the twos this year. Got a good chance tonight. Bring that thing down. Travis Wood, lefty, seven and nine. 5.10. Why did I put the zero on there? 5.1 ERA. Cubs and Rockies tonight. Nice night in Lodo. It's going to be early August. Little baseball. The Chicago Cubbies. Come on, let's all just relax and go enjoy some baseball. No, the Rocks aren't going to win it. Yeah, I've given up, Jess. But so what? Let's go watch them. Enjoy it. You got a pitcher on the mound tonight that's got a lower ERA than the opposing pitcher. That's enough right there to go make you go to the game. It doesn't happen every day, you know. <laughs> Almost never. <laughs> MLB, as I said, where are all the games last night? What was what is up with? Are we starting to get into that Monday night football thing? Where, yeah, I think like that Mondays and Thursdays will be like the set days off. Yeah, seems like only one National League winner last night. San Francisco. How can that be? American League winners, Cleveland. Angels, Orioles, Yankees, White Sox. <sighs> White Sox. Okay, so I know. Who stepped up? I know. I got a rule, right? Walk-off is automatic. But we've broken the rule before. Well, the rules around here are kind of, you know, interpretable. It's a, I mean, rule, like what rule? Well, who walked off? That's a rule that's, we can change it at any time. And I do. What if there's more than one walk-off? We're, next year, next season, we're going to have to have a segment that is just not who stepped up, but who walked off. I didn't know until I was tracking things because of a radio show that there's so many walk-offs in a season. I had a guess. I had, there's 2,430 baseball games in a season. 2,000. 
430. So I should have known there's going to be a lot of walk-offs, right? Well, I didn't know there'd be this many <laughs> when no, I made the Almost rule. every night, right? It seems like there is. Yeah. So every night we'd end up, so every morning we would end up playing a home run highlight. Because mm-hmm. that's usually how it goes. Actually, you know, I shouldn't say that because I'll bet more walk-offs are not home runs than are. That's true. But. All right. So I know last night there's a great battle going in the AL West. Right? Angels and A's. That's going to come. There's there's three great races for division titles right now. And one of them is Oakland and, and L.A. And L.A. had earlier beaten the Dodgers five to nothing. What, L.A. beat L.A.? Interesting. And so when the A's came to bat in the 10th, um, we'll give credit to this. It's not our walk or uh, who stepped up, but we got to give him a shout-out anyway. Derek Norris at the plate. And the 0-2. Breaking ball grounded up the middle. Escobar won't get it. In the score is Sam Bold, and the A's have walked off Tampa Bay. Okay, see, that was a single up the middle, and it was... Yeah, it's a walk-off, and yeah, they won a big game. That might come back. Might look back someday in this season, at the end of the season, and go, yep, it was that single on August 4th against the Angels. That's the one that did it. But he's not our who stepped up. What do you do with a guy who is killing it in AAA but plays a position you're already deep at? Well, that's easy. You trade for David Price (laughs) by giving up some depth, and then you bring up Crash Davis. Okay, not Crash Davis, but who they did bring up might just be our who stepped up this morning. Might just be. Jesse, how many teams do you think John Wall has been cut from? Basketball teams. Uh, I'd say just one. None, actually. <laughs> well, it's one now. Okay, one now. Okay. He's been cut from the USA team. A plethora of point guards, apparently, if you're going to cut John Wall. That must be a good team. He was let go along with Ronnie Millsap. So that means our the Manimal is still in the running, right, for a spot on that team. The Cavalier thing, though. In the NBA right now, this Cavaliers, Cavaliers, Cavaliers. Cleveland, Cleveland, Cleveland. All right already, I get it. Because when I think of Cleveland Jazz, I still think of just one thing. Draw to Biner. Ernest Biner. Bumble. Bumble the ball, and Denver has recovered. Oh, my. War going on under that stack. There it is. Denver's ball at the two-yard line. Biner had the first and goal and lost the ball. Ah, sorry to bring that up, you people from Cleveland driving to work this morning. Had to have that play on your radio. Ouch. At least I didn't play the drive, right? I could have. Same deal. That's what I think of when I think of Cleveland. I don't even think, we'll talk about this in another segment. I don't even think LeBron, why do they call him the king? He's not even the best guy named James, much less the king. We'll get into that. Got anything on the Rapids, Jess? When do they go again? This weekend? Uh, they go this Saturday. There's the like the MLS soccer uh, all-star game. Sorry. The all-star game's here? No, not here. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it takes place Wednesday. Man, here. I would have gone to that. You would have? You know where it is? I'm going to fly there. It's in Portland. Well, let's send you there. <laughs> you should be at the MLS all-star game. That would be pretty awesome. Live from there? Reporting yeah. in the morning? Well, that would be like 5 in the morning in Portland? 
Yeah, exactly. You could do that. Outlaws this weekend, Saturday. They play the Lizards in New York. I've been trying to figure out something to make fun of the name Lizards, but I haven't been able to think of anything. How do you make fun of a lizard? Lizard is a lizard. A lizard, yeah. It's not, not like he's a made-up animal like some of those other teams. Yeah. Right? And, of course, we've got NFL news coming up. We've got news from Dove Valley and beyond. Yep. Including more about Monte Ball sitting out for a few weeks. Uh-oh. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, you hate to see anything happen to a player, uh, whether it's an illness or an injury, you know, on the field. But, uh, you know, sometimes when, you know, a door shuts, another door opens. So, uh, you know, give, it'll give us a chance for those young backs to get some time in there, and hopefully they can grow and uh, progress. I never did get that one. Yes. What's what? that? If one door opens oh. while you're closing a different one, right? How do you ever get your house locked up? That's true. We run around chasing doors? What about your car doors? How do you get your car doors shut so you can drive somewhere? <laughs> mm-hmm. Right? What? If, hey, what if you open two doors at once? Do two doors open? What if you get your buddies together and just opened up all the doors at once? Which door would open? Because they'd all be open already. Very hmm. true. Do screen doors count? If you open a screen door, there's another screen. I think <laughs> since it's see-through, no. Oh, you're going with the see-through screen doors. Wow. We got a lot to talk about in the next segment. <laughs> We're going to figure this one out. Because I don't get it. One door opens. It doesn't have to be at the same place, probably. Like, if I open a door in this studio, does somebody's back door in their house open? And what are they thinking while they're sitting there eating their frosted flakes? What the heck just happened? Who opened that door? Uh, it's, it's no big deal. All 22 guys probably just opened a door in the studio down at my line. <laughs> I don't know. That and more coming up. Football country is next on All 22. We are Mile High Sports. I'm Kent Erickson. Jesse Trujillo is doing all the work behind the glass. And signaling me right now to get to this break. What if I just go, no, I'm not taking the break. Well, we, it, it just cuts you off. I know. We have this hard <laughs> thing here where they just take you anyway. Nobody can yell at me. Hey, you got to go to break because they just go anyway. So I got to time this right. You're going to count me down from six, five, four, three, two, one. We'll be right back. It's 621, and this is your All-22 Local Minute with Jesse Trujillo. I started getting, feeling the effects a little bit, not feeling really good uh, yesterday. And then, uh, of course, came in today, uh, again, not feeling very good. That was Broncos head coach John Fox sharing details on running back Moneyball's emergency appendectomy that took place yesterday. Ball is set to miss the remainder of training camp and the preseason, but is set to make a full recovery and will be ready for the start of the season. The team will be back at Dove Valley today for two practices, the first at 8.50 to 11.30 and a walkthrough at 5.30. The Rockies return back to the Diamond tonight after a day off and after going 1-6 on their most recent road trip. They'll welcome in the Chicago Cubs for a three-game set. The Rockies will send out Brett Anderson on the mound opposite of Travis Wood. First pitch from 20th and Blake is at 6.40. I'm Jesse Trujillo, and now back to All-22 at 6 with Kent Erickson. Go ahead and crank his song, man. 
doing more of the same, a little bit like uh, we scrimmaged a couple phases thus far, uh, you know, just kind of start getting them ready for live football as we prepare for uh, our opening preseason game. Day 12 in the camp, and yeah. we're getting to the point now where everybody's itching to play somebody else. And right. So it'll be, you know, be good to get to Thursday night and be able to hit uh, hit somebody else other than ourselves. Yeah, football country, all 22 at six. Mile High Sports, Kent Erickson, Jesse Trio, right here in studio. What do you need to know? You need to know something today? Got an opinion today? Want to get after somebody? I'm in kind of a get-after mood this morning. Well, if you are anytime today, give them a call. Give the shows a call. That's what they want to know. They want to know what you think. Incredible Wine and Spirits Hotline. It is open all day long, 303-297-1510. Do it. Just do it. You know you want to. You know you're listening and you go, man, I ought to call that guy. That guy's a jerk. Really? We'll call him. Don't call him and, and you know, tell him he's a jerk. Okay, call him and tell him he's a jerk. I don't care. But call him and tell him what you got a problem with, with what he said. Yeah, it makes good radio. It's good radio. Yeah, if they would call us, I don't know what we'd do. I was telling a guy the other day, he goes, you ever get any callers? I go, I, yeah, no. It's 6 in the morning. I go, well, that's a good excuse, but why don't the people call? Well, I don't know. I don't know if that phone works. We don't really have a procedure even if they call, do we? What would we do? You'd answer it in there. You'd go, hey, hold on just a minute. And then yeah. it'd be live over the air. We'd be like, like, hello? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is this the, uh, uh, is this Walmart? Do you, are you open yet? No, you got the wrong number. <laughs> Uh, Bronco TV's Chris Hall got to talk with Executive VP and GM John Elway about his role in the personnel department and just what they're looking for when they watch all that dang video. I think, you know, you're looking for everybody. You're looking, you know, we've got 87 guys out here that are all trying to make the top 53. And so it's a very competitive camp. We have a lot of very good football players out here. And so, you know, they're making our decisions awful tough, which is where we want it. You know, I just thought of something in my football country intro. John said he was ready to hit somebody else. I did hear that. Well, who does he regularly hit? That's what I want to know. Man, John, easy. Easy over there at Dove Valley. You going around punching people? What's, what is John Schneider going to walk over to the other owner's box Thursday night? Hey, Schneider, whap. What was that for? I just felt like hitting somebody else today. Oh, man, what a silly Tuesday. What about the young running backs? What do you look to see in them, John? Well, I mean, I think you look at it. Number one, it's the assignments. And, and uh, you know, they're doing a tremendous job in pass protection, which is obviously a number one goal for us on the on the offensive side, especially right. at the running back position. And so they've done a great job there. Young running back crew. Is it going to stay that way? Are we going to sign a veteran running back, Jess? Uh, I don't know. 
Monty Ball, C.J. Anderson. Then C.J. Anderson, I don't understand that thing. What, he had a couple nice runs in preseason last year? Yeah. And all of a sudden, he's the guy? I think Ronnie Hillman's still the guy. That's just me. <laughs> Apparently, it's just me. Chris asked John if there was anything that stood out to the staff so far this camp. You know, the young guys have got better. I think you look at yeah. Monte Ball, Ronnie Hillman on the offensive side and what they've done and, you know, their, their comfort zone, the comfort level with Peyton as well as the offense, I, I think, has, has really jumped out. And then the guys that we've brought in this, this offseason, how fast they've gelled on the defensive side. So. so everybody coming together, new guys, new signings, young guys, old guys. It all seems to be working as long as they stay healthy. With the shortened camps and extra days off now, John Fox was asked, is there really enough on tape to truly evaluate his guys? Yeah, I think new science, new football has uh, changed quite a bit. You know, it's not uh, quite as much hitting as it used to be. And I really think it's a move in the right direction because guys are healthier and fresher. Uh, and ultimately, you're evaluated on how you do in the games. So he didn't really tell us whether there was enough on tape to evaluate. He just said he thinks it's a good idea. That they don't hit as much. He's right. Because you can evaluate all you want. And then when that guy goes down, that evaluation goes down. That's really the key to all of it. People have asked me all the time, what are the difference in the good teams and the bad teams that you worked with? Okay, injuries. <laughs> They're all good. I know, I've gone on about it before. They're all good. Well, that team blows. No, that team doesn't. Injuries. There's a few other things, but that's the one. That's the killer. NFL highlights from Dove Valley and beyond. I love that Toy Story thing you do, Jess. Nice. Got a little touch to it. I know. Is there anything? We, we should go to like Toy Story 2, 3, and 4, see if there's any more <laughs> stuff like that. What do you got for headlines today, bud? Uh, first one, Sherman says emphasis on illegal contact won't impact the Seahawks. Are you buying that? What do you think? Out of any team that's going to impact, they sure get the most publicity for being physical in their backfield. Mm -hmm. So if anybody gets affected by this, don't you think it's going to be them? I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I would think so. I mean, obviously the teams that are most physical are going to be right. impacted the most, yeah. Yeah. So no, like, is, no, they're not going to really change their, their type of play just for this. Well, I think it's going to impact everybody. Yeah. I think Richard Sherman's got a little narrow vision there. He's thinking, oh, this rule, how does it affect? Eh, maybe everybody does that. I don't know. What's next? Jamal Charles wants to be viewed like Barry Sanders and Emmett Smith. <laughs> this is right up that line where I get all, like, snarky on the radio here, mm -hmm. right? You want to be viewed like Barry Sanders and Emmett Smith. Well, if you want to be viewed like Emmett Smith, you're going to have to set the all-time rushing record. You might want to just be patient on that one. That's mm -hmm. probably not going to happen in the first few weeks of the season. Barry Sanders, that's just one. You can't even go there because nobody's ever going to view anybody like Barry Sanders except Barry Sanders. Comparisons to Barry Sanders, I wouldn't even go there. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't even attempt that one. Who's your favorite back? Barry Sanders. Who do you want to be like? Barry Sanders. Who do you want to be viewed as? Yeah, that's not going to work. No. Sorry, why don't you be viewed like Jamal Charles? Make your own name. There you go, <laughs> Jess. That's what I was getting at. Next, Andy Dalton gets seventeen million now, twenty-two million through early March. 
So now even these quarterbacks are getting their $20 million. $120 million. The deal, it said the deal was $115 million. That's been disputed a little bit. Oh, what is it, $105 million? <laughs> Oh, darn. <laughs> Where does it stop? People started to save this when Jay Cutler signed his. Like, why are average quarterbacks getting... All right, well, I'm not going to go that far. Oh, Andy's above average, wouldn't you say? Yeah. I don't know. I heard a little piece from him yesterday, though. Dalton, what, what direction are the Bengals going with this? You sign him for all that. You make him your franchise quarterback, basically. What direction? So we asked him. Okay, we didn't, but somebody did. Asked him now if they've got their quarterback signed to a long-term contract. What is the Bengals' plan going forward? I don't think it's really any added pressure because I expect this team to uh, and to, for uh, you know what we're trying to do. Um, um, it and uh, um, you know and we want to win a lot of games. Oh, that's what they're trying to do. <laughs> trying to win a lot of games. It. Uh, um, um, <laughs> I think that's the plan for the Bengals going forward. I don't get the Bengals. I've never got the Bengals. I don't get it. I can go all those years and not... Marvin, how does Marvin... Oh, you know my thing, Jess. I'm not calling for people's jobs, but... Marvin? Marvin's got pictures, I think. <laughs> all right, let's go again. Chargers announced lifting of blackout for preseason opener. <laughs> Are there still blackouts in the NFL? I guess so. Who has... Blackouts? So that means there's games that aren't sold out in the NFL? I didn't know that. No. I just thought that was a given. Blackout for your preseason opener? Who cares? Blackout. <laughs> Try that in this town. Uh, yeah, the game's block blacked out in Denver. Mm-hmm. What? People would be jumping from buildings. <laughs> oh, yeah, it'd be bad. They'd go all the way down to the state house down there. Yeah. The Capitol, they'd be going, oh, yeah? Well, we're going to declare this no blackout Thursday. How about that? <laughs> Try that one. Governor just declared it no blackout Thursday, along with Orange Thursday and Blue Thursday and Bronco Thursday and Dove mm-hmm. Valley Thursday. And, yeah, blackouts. I didn't know that happened. All right, we got time here. Let's go again. Yeah, Jimmy Graham draws flag in scrimmage for goalpost dunk. <laughs> That's awesome. I can just see it. The officials visit, and they're calling, they're scrimmaging. And the officials are out there doing with the new rules and everything. Okay, yeah, you can't grab them here. You can't. That's uh, that's six yards. You can't grab them outside of five yards. Can't hit them. Can't touch them. No touching wide receivers. Graham catches one of the end and goes up and slams it over the goalpost. Call that, dude. <laughs> sure enough, flag comes out. Boos from the guy. Boo. <laughs> be awesome. Jimmy Graham. You think he'll do it in the game? Real game? You know, like, I think if he really wanted to sit a point and they were up pretty uh-huh. good, I think he would. You think he'd do it? Yeah. Man, I'd like to be in the locker room for that butt-chewing, though. Yeah. Flag him for dunking on the goalpost. Are you thinking that's a little crazy? Is that a little too control? It is, yeah. I kind of like it. I do, too. But I can see it. You jump up and bend that goalpost down, now you got a hole. You know when they break... Bre- Blah, blah, blah. Break the backboard. Break the backboard, yeah. or they break a pane of glass at a hockey game. That's a pain in the butt. I mean, not for a fan. <laughs> Beer's still cold. True. Oh, unless they break in the third period, where they cut, <laughs> you can't yeah, where get it's a cut beer. off. 
All right, no breaking of glass or backboards in the third or fourth quarter. Okay, I got you. All right, next. Bears GM open to bringing back Kyle Orton. <laughs> Kyle Orton. Just can't can't get rid of Kyle Orton, no. can we? I thought he retired. Yeah, I think that was just a, a ploy to get out of Dallas, honestly. Got out of Dallas. I yeah. thought it was just a ploy to get some get his money and retire at the same time. That's a good good point. But too. maybe he did just want out of Dallas. You think that's mutual? Has Kyle Orton contacted the Bears? So how about I just come back to Chicago? Really? You need a backup. You know, Kyle Orton is a backup, actually. I should, you know, I should give him his dues. That's probably a pretty good move. Mm-hmm. You look at backups. You want Kyle Orton or Brock Osweiler? Hmm. I got to go with Kyle Orton. Kyle Orton's great between the 20s, but. Yeah, that's it? That's well, it. Where's Where's Brock good at? I don't know. I haven't seen him play that much. <laughs> you don't know. Exactly. Exactly. My sports all 22 at 6. That's us. Only one segment to go. Yes, why don't you just let me talk through this break? Think anybody know? Think those guys that pay for that time, that five minutes? You think it's just like, let me slide this one time. How about that? No? All right. Well, we'll be back. I got more to talk about. Are you kidding me? My sports all 22 in the morning. We'll be right back. It's 641, and this is your All-22 Local Minute with Jesse Trujillo. I started getting, feeling the effects a little bit, not feeling really good uh, yesterday. And then, uh, of course, came in today, uh, again, not feeling very good. That was Broncos head coach John Fox sharing details on running back Monty Ball's emergency appendectomy that took place yesterday. Ball is set to miss the remainder of training camp and the preseason, but is set to make a full recovery and will be ready for the start of the season. The team will be back at Dove Valley today for two practices, the first at 8.50 to 11.30 and a walkthrough at 5.30. The Rockies return back to the Diamond tonight after a day off and after going 1-6 on their most recent road trip. They'll welcome in the Chicago Cubs for a three-game set. The Rockies will send out Brett Anderson on the mound opposite of Travis Wood. First pitch from 20th and Blake is at 640. I'm Jesse Trujillo, and now back to All-22 at 6 with Kent Erickson. All-22 at 6 with Kent Erickson. that tune you kidding me that's the first time you've pulled that one out on this yeah. show <laughs> little johnny cougar you kidding me i was born in small ah you can play johnny cougar anytime you want you can even play john mellencamp anytime you want you can play johnny cougar mellencamp anytime you want that takes me back to my days dude i got a little pitter patter going here i'm gonna have to take a moment you kidding me time for rocky's review on all 22. We need to get a promo that says that. 
course, then nobody would tune in. Rocky's review, I'm going to listen to that. The Rocks were off last night. Tonight, Cubs start three, first of three, 640 tonight and tomorrow night. 110 on Thursday. Coors Field and Root Sports will have it. I'm sure Drew will have the call. Awesome. He's the reason to watch the Rockies. Mm. Travis Wood on the mound for the Cubs. 7 and 9, 5.1 ERA. He was an all star last year. You remember that? Kind of fell off the. Yeah, so did the Cubs, though. Both pitchers, this is cool. Both pitchers' last outings were against each other. Wood struck out a career high 11 in his last outing at Wrigley, but did not get the decision. His pitch count, they say, again, he's having trouble with the pitch count. Can't get, can't keep his pitch count down enough to get into the later innings. So, although he's pitching fairly well lately, he doesn't get any wins. He's not getting far enough. Brett Anderson goes for the Rockies. Lefties 1-3, and 3.12. Though he did give up 11 hits in seven innings, he held the Cubs last time to two runs, and he was getting the big outs. And a strikeout for Anderson. Yep, Starlin Castro goes down swinging. Brett Anderson is dealing. Struck him out again. Breaking ball, see you later. Brett Anderson gets the big outs again. I kind of tied that in there. Thanks, Drew. Again, that's true with Roots from Fruit Sports. Awesome job. They just do an awesome job with the Rocks coverage. We could just get the Rocks to get some pitchers. The Rockies have a nice three-and-a-half game lead over the Cubs for the NL Cellar. They trail the Rangers for the Major League Basement by one game. Let's hope they can't catch them. <laughs> Cubs have won six of their last ten and have raised their game to mm, just below bad. They're up to just, yeah. All right. <laughs> Major League winners last night. It's a short list. San Francisco, Cleveland, the White Sox, Angels, Baltimore, Yankees, and Oakland. A shortened schedule last night. Who stepped up? I know there was a walk-off, and I know I have a rule, but I'm breaking the rule. My rule, I'm breaking it. Lost in the news of the David Price to the Tigers was that Detroit gave up its center fielder to get him. And with Austin Jackson now a Mariner, they brought up a kid who was tearing it up in AAA. Tearing it up as in hitting 307 with 46 stolen bases. That kind of tearing it up. And what is it they say about making first impressions? Fly ball, center field, hit well. Carrera's on the run, still going back. Dives and he makes the catch. What a catch by Carrera. Ezekiel Carrera in his first start of the season for the Tigers with a highlight play. That is one of the best catches you'll see this year. Holy cats. Did you see that? You? Oh, my goodness. Unbelievable. On to the warning. Ezekiel Carrera is the newest Tiger center fielder and this morning's who stepped up. It was a nice catch, too. That's where we are. I wish we had video for the radio show. How could we do that? Okay, picture this. Should I describe it? <laughs> He's going back, going back. Oh, wait, they just did describe it. I guess I don't have to do that. He almost dropped it, by the way. Oh, really? Bobble it on his way down. That's kind of what made it so spectacular. 
He does the Willie Mays over his head, then leaves his feet, reaches out, catches it, but not in the webbing. He catches it like in the palm, and then it's like moving around there, and he hits the ground and reaches his hand over and secures the ball. Ridiculous. Check that out, MLB.com. Pretty cool. Ezekiel Carrera. Your first... Yeah, that's a step up right there. That ain't a walk-off, but that is who stepped up. All right, back to the good stuff. Broncos, last day of practice before taking on the Seahawks. Thursday night, Sports Authority Field, 7 o'clock kickoff. To begin the 2014 preseason. I'm kind of excited. And I'm usually, I'm one of those cynical, like, oh, ooh, preseason scrimmage. Let's all gather around, put on our orange and blue, and have a party. But I'm kind of excited about it a little bit. Get this thing going. I guess when you got to talk about it this much on the radio, there I go again, got to. When you get to talk about it this much on the radio, you're just anxious for it to get going so we can talk about something that actually happened instead of stuff that we think is going to happen. Mm-hmm. No Monte Ball for a few games, but C.J. Anderson says the others have 28s back. You know, it's a real brother of mine just coming through the combine together, coming here together, learning the things together, growing together, you know, so it's tough. But, uh, you know, it's an opportunity for a lot of us out there, and um, we're going to have his back. And like I've always said, it don't matter if me and Ronnie in the game, we're 18, we don't miss a beat. You can always tell if it's an authentic interview. Like that wasn't just a buddy of mine that pretended to be C.J. Anderson because of the beeping in the background again. Can they make that go away? It'd be nice. I mean, you wish they could just deactivate that little oh the, yeah well, you can't yeah take the fuse out or something OSHA would go they would freak oh yeah OSHA probably listen to the show and they'd be like where's the beeping in the mm-hmm. background we better get out to the valley and check that out that's one have I told that story on this on the air I probably stole all my told all my stories a couple times I'm on round three here I'm pretty sure you have thousands and thousands of stories but I know you haven't told us when OSHA came out and she <laughs> took us out of the lifts for practice you you told me off air but oh, I don't really? think you said it on air yeah yeah, they came out. We didn't have safety harnesses on the lifts, shooting practice. The guy came out and said, no, no harnesses, no go uppy and lifty. <laughs> I went, what? Well, you need see that that little guy over there? That guy standing right there? Yeah, that one. You need to go tell him and be careful how, how you tell him mm-hmm. that we're not going to shoot practice today because uh, he's a professional ass chewer. He gets paid <laughs> a lot of money, like millions to do that. So go on over there and get you some. <laughs> go on over there. That OSHA dude, he didn't carry March right over there. It was incredible. Yeah, they're not going up for practice today. Oh, really? Okay. Offensive coordinator Adam Gase was asked what he expects from Thursday night. Positive plays. Eliminate all those negative plays that we've been having out here against when our twos are going against our ones. That's going to be tough. I mean, we really got to figure out a way to stay ahead of the chains and and convert on third down. So Brock's going to have to be smart and and really move the ball well. And then Peyton and that that first group, we're really looking to see if we can get some explosive plays and and get get our running game going. Brock getting a shout out there from the OC. Well, Brock's going to have to da-da-da. We're going to get used to that? Is Brock eyes twine? Okay. Every talk show in the city. We have the obligatory, obligatory? Obligatory one minute on Brock Osweiler. Everyone, we should have a Brock Osweiler minute. Be a short minute. Like like the cause in the morning and we'd do something like we're something. just 
Just all the quotes from Brock from all Brock Osweiler. <laughs> we could just have silent air. For <laughs> That's mean. It's not his fault. What's he's not sitting there going, yeah, no, I don't want to go in. No, go in. No, I don't want to go in. He's not, it's not his fault. I want to be fair here, so let's hear from the defensive side of the ball, Jack Del Rio, on what he thinks about Thursday night. Just continued progress, you know, uh, getting better and then putting it together, you know, where there's actual tackling, uh, live uh, response to plays and play action and putting it all together and playing real football in front of our fans. It should be it should be exciting time, for, especially for some of our younger guys that have not done it. It will be exciting. Can you imagine you're a rookie NFL? Here comes your preseason game. You're probably on kickoff, kickoff return, something like that. And you're going to run down there and try to blow somebody up. Try to get on film. Get noticed. Kind of your job interview Thursday night, huh? Been studying for it. Been coming to these special meetings, these little group things. Right? Trying to make sure you pass your drug test. <laughs> get ready for your interview. Right? Exciting. And, of course, if we're going to talk to people, let's not leave out the big guy. You know, this is really the training time for the young guys and, you know, for those guys to step up and see if they can make this football team. And so, you know, it'll be interesting to see our guys against somebody else. And I think it's a lot easier to evaluate players when, you're, when they're playing against somebody else. Plus, they're going to be under the lights. And, and, you know, for a lot of these young guys, it's the first time. It's... All right, we'll see Thursday night. Talk, talk, talk. It'll be good to just sit down and watch a Bronco game again. Pretty cool. NBA news, I got nothing. I got nothing. Cavalier, well, Cavaliers are after Sean Marion now from the Mavericks, trying to get him away from the Mavericks. Who aren't the Cavs after? <laughs> Pretty sure I'm going to be real tired of Cavaliers news by November. And I don't get all the hype. LeBron. LeBron goes back to Cleveland. Okay. I came back to Denver one time. What a big deal. What's that? LeBron, I don't even know. I don't even think he's the most famous guy with the last name James. Jesse James, right? Outlaw. Very how about true. Jesse James, Eric Decker's wife, right? Or how about this guy? Yeah. Hey, 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 hey. She's a super freak, super freak. She's super freaking out. Rick James, there's your king right there. If you can sing a song that's got super freak, she's a freak in it, and make it a big hit, now ah, you're the king. Come on, LeBron. Match that, huh? The world championships, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is this fun or what? NHL, all is quiet on the Avs site, nothing going on. But we can always use it, Jess. A little moj in the morning. Puck rolls back to the Avs zone. Coyle fighting for it. He's tied up. Avs have an empty net. Back to the red line for McKinnon now. Into the wild zone down the left wing. Leads it down for Stanley. A shot. Save Kipper. Rebound shot. Score! P.A. Perito! P. Mother trucking A. Perito! And the Avs have tied the game at three. Another six on five. <laughs> That's our man. That just makes my morning. I know. Hockey in August, what am I thinking? Where's my radio etiquette? That I'm gonna just I got a D for the show just now. Uh that brought it down from a B to a D. From a B to a D. Why did I have a oh come on, Chad. Well, I don't know. I was just a throwing B? something out there. Is that a B plus? <laughs> Get some extra credit. 
How about if we talk rapids? Will I get extra credit from you? I'm not sure. You're not. I'm not you sure. You don't know. <laughs> Saturday, Outlaws, Lizards. We're coming to the playoffs. First top two teams get a bye, so then they'll get a home game. Yep, all they have to do is win. and All they got to do is win. And if they lose, they can't lose by more than four points. Man, you got it figured out. You're all over this. Yeah. I think you got a future in this. Think so? At least for the next few days. <laughs> <laughs> all 22 at 6. That's us. I'm Ken Erickson, Jesse Trujillo. Again, killing it behind the glass this morning. Goodman and Pritchard, they're up next. What do you think they're going to talk about? Broncos. Really? They want to talk Avalanche? No, no, no. Come on. They got a little something for them if they want it. That was awesome. Thanks, Altitude. Thanks, Moj. That was cool. Goodman and Pritchard, you're up, bud. Springsteen tells me I got to go. Jess, thanks again. Great day. We'll see you tomorrow. I'll be talking to you.